0: what's going on everybody hope you are having a wonderful week so far happy podcast time um today on the podcast is matt guy matt is one of the uh, the sweetest guys i met lovely guy um he is having a a really great moment at this moment in time popping off in the uk getting a lot of radio one support um with his record Set My Mind Free. Solomon was a huge supporter of some of his early releases. And his career is just kind of getting bigger and bigger. And it's really nice to see from the outsets of how things are moving with him. He's just had a new record out called The Devil. Um and that came out literally this on the Friday before this podcast. Um we recorded the podcast a little bit before the actual release date, so there's like a few date discrepancies But the record is out now um, Go listen to it after you've finished listening to the podcast um, So I'm just going to stop waffling on And let you guys listen So without further ado Matt Guy Matt Guy, what's cooking man?
1: Alright mate, not much Mate, it's, early in, it's early in the morning
0: here early in the morning What time is it there? 7.53 in the morning
1: Whoa, were we even scheduled to do this even earlier?
0: Yeah, we scheduled to do it later
1: Oh right, okay. we were scheduled to do
0: it like ten my time. And then uh, I think Ryan double booked and booked somebody in America for ten. And I'm like, they're not gonna get up at like seven thirty AM to come and do this. That so I'm gonna have to do the one at seven thirty AM,
1: put yeah, the fucking no, don't, don't, put the work me. in,
0: blame the manager. <laughs>
1: <laughs> always the way, mate. So I'm always sipping
0: always my first way. drink of water. I like got out of bed and was like, oh, I need to shower" because I cooked Indian last night, so I, st- I stank of Indian, and I didn't get to bed till like two a.m. So I was like, I no. didn't shower before bed, which is like unusual for me, <laughs> mate. I just had to light. I just had to light incense because my house just smells like a fucking curry house.
1: <laughs> mate, you could smell the worse things. Could smell the worst things. It could. It's probably
0: gunny <laughs> by the end of the today. Um, <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> Let me just close my door, this door, because it should be closed and it's really annoying me. So yeah, second. no worries, mate.
1: No worries. Oh, that that looks better.
0: There that we looks go. Nice. What, what <laughs> is it? My feng Feng shui or whatever it's called? Yeah, it was yeah, it yeah, something something like it. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, last time I saw you, we were, it was in New York randomly. I was... Oh, so- so random. I got dragged right. to make what to be made by to watch the football by my You mate. were loving
1: it. You were loving we were it. They are to drag involved. you out of there, I
0: heard. <laughs> I can't believe you had to pay to get into that bar.
1: Uh, mate, what was it? Like $20? $20 you got, like, each. Yeah, like a free... Do- uh, what did you get? Like a free bottle of bud? Or a
0: free beer. And I'm like, this is fucking wasted on me.
1: <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. The worst thing is as well is I, I paid that. I was like, "Will there be anywhere to sit?" And They're like, "Yeah, loads of seats." <laughs> and then I did like four laps, and like couldn't find anything. And then we ended up like stood, like crowded round with like a corner of a TV. You were
0: downstairs as, as well. Yeah, that was it. it was a sweatbox. Yeah. We luckily got a table upstairs, but yeah, fuck me, it was, it was rough. It was rough. How are you, man?
1: Yeah, really well. Thanks, mate. Really good. Like. Let's get back into a bit of a routine, man. Like, this isn't
0: technically coming out until like first, of like March. Just a heads yeah. up. So, just yeah. So we're not in January now.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. No, that makes but sense. But we
0: are in January. I just, have, yeah, yeah, yeah. i've I got loads of shit going on, so I have to do it all in advance. But yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, no. this is a lie. That is a lie. When is this coming out?
1: I thought it was end of this month. Uh, let me just, let, let me just
0: tell you, it doesn't matter. This is great podcast information for everybody to know. Um, I
1: had on. a feeling it was like the twenty seventh.
0: Maybe. Let me just double check. Yeah, it's coming out the seventh of Feb.
1: Seventh Feb. 7th. Yeah,
0: so. Yeah, we can still talk about yeah, New Year, I
1: guess New Year shit yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that sound. But yeah, it's been so good to get back into a routine man. Yeah. Like, felt everything In fact, it was from the time before when I'd seen it It was from everything from like Mexico to uh, New Year's Day For me, it's just kind of I want to merge into one. Like there's so many great things. Everything was going so well, but like maybe didn't take the best care of myself in that time. Uh, Things kind of got on top of me a little bit. All great things, but obviously it's it's still quite new for 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 me, and it can be easy to get kind of dragged through it. Um, And then the Christmas festivities. Normally, I start like a week before. Whereas this year, I was like, oh, fuck it. It's Christmas from about, like,
0: first week of December. <laughs> <laughs> we were just on a <laughs> get fat program and get drunk program.
1: Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. What about you? How was uh, your last couple of months?
0: It was, it's been good. It's been really good. Um, yeah, like, I, I think when I saw you was, was it in November? Yeah, 19...
1: Around that Yeah, yeah. Um, which which is
0: sick. Yeah, it was really good, like... Since then, it just been nonstop, and I think I got, I got like three days off at Christmas, and then in January after New Year's, I took three days out. Was like went to Joshua Tree with one of my mates and his mum and his girlfriend, um, which was cute. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah, and just like had a few days there, which I'd never been there before. But it's like the desert; like literally nothing is there.
1: So whereabouts is that
0: in California? Ah, So um, it was cool. It was like I've never been there before, and I didn't really know what to expect. It's like very like hippie LA, like all the like hippie lot from LA go there. There's literally signs on right in there. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. I literally there's literally signs like on the road from like locals there that say go back to LA. Like they just.
1: none of
0: it none of your <laughs> they're just like take your take your tesla back to la you dickheads
1: <laughs> i love that that's
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like very rural like we don't have such thing in the uk it's like very like what you imagine on a film like where people are like cooking meth in the desert yeah. in like these like random houses and then next door to them you've got another random house and they've like murdered people <laughs> and buried people in there <laughs> it's literally like a horror movie but like nice. it's, it's also beautiful out there and very relaxing
1: we're really selling it then i know I'm right
0: really <laughs> like i we went for a walk one day and you're just like walking this long like sandy road and then like all of a sudden this like massive truck just comes like hooning down the road and like sees you, but doesn't slow down, just like accelerates. And you're like, it, "I he wouldn't have stopped. He would have just carried on going. And if he hit me, probably just carried on going. <laughs> brutal. <laughs>
1: Absolutely brutal. I'll stick to England. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was super nice though to actually like just get out and chill. And I struggle. Can, can you, do you struggle to relax? Or you could yeah,
1: completely, mate, yeah completely mate completely um i feel like i've like needed to but i mean i suppose relaxing to me has actually been getting in the studio more and, and making music so i suppose it's, it's not relaxing in, in a sense but yeah. that's kind of where I, I, i'm i not thinking about anything else and mm. um not traveling about oh, signal
0: yeah you froze a little bit but i think you're good Fucking internet. We're back. Pain of our lives. Detroit Detroit internet. They probably stopped I don't know what happened, but somebody stopped working in the power plant or something and it just fucking went off.
1: Someone that running on the treadmill. <laughs> on the treadmill. <laughs>
0: why why does this happen? We're it's twenty twenty three.
1: It's, the more annoying thing about it is the fact that you can just turn a router off and put it back on and it's fine. It's I know.
0: It. It's like what the fuck? It's like cars don't work like that. Cars work usually work fine, and you if you turn it off and if it stops working, you turn it off and turn it on and it doesn't doesn't start again. But why the fuck does internet? <laughs>
1: So weird, or day. like
0: anything electronic, really. It's like I wonder if Teslas are the same. They're just like, yeah, I'm not working for like five minutes, and then you just turn it off and then turn it back on, and it starts working again.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've heard a few things about Teslas, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, <laughs> if that's what.
0: <laughs> Would you get an electric car?
1: Yeah, I'm not for an electric car in a couple of years, but I want the range to to increase, and then. I don't know what it is about Teslas. I just I don't find them that appealing. They're just pretty fucking like, ugly, they aren't should, they? Oh, yeah, they're ugly. So I think I will get one. Um, But the price come down and the range go up. And then, you... and then I'm all over it. <laughs> Teslas?
0: <coughs> bless me. Well, <coughs> bless me. <laughs> Teslas look like a um, Ford Mondeo, an old Ford Mondeo from back in the day
1: yeah before the nick Aston martins group.
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know if people in america i don't know if you get ford Mondeos here um but they were like kind of the most like business dad car you would ever get yes. i think my one of my dad's first company cars was a ford mondeo yeah
1: and like, everyone was out. And and then if if you got a family you might have it to a Ford Galaxy. Ford Galaxy,
0: <laughs> they were awful. They were awful.
1: No so, uh, two seats in the back though. You don't always get that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? So yeah, yeah. It's just if you had like if your parents had had a bunch of kids.
1: It's exactly that. Football you can't mums. squeeze in a Monday anymore. <laughs> yeah,
0: f- football mums. That's what it is, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's take, the
0: one. take five of the. You got half a fucking football team in you, in your family.
1: <laughs> That's the ones. <laughs>
0: oh, they're awful. There's some. There's some cars that just didn't age well. They're completely,
1: completely. I had a Ford
0: KA. <laughs> nice. It was bang of that. I loved it. I had leather seats. It was a hand me down from my mum, and oh, um, nice. it that went. That drove to Ibiza twice with me. I lived in when I lived in Ibiza. That that was that was my but transport.
1: They weren't black leather seats, were they? That yeah.
0: Side. Oh mate. We it had air con- conditioning though, so we're good. We...
1: Oh, that's not too bad. Just when you get in, just make sure you park it somewhere Oh in yeah, the in,
0: in the shade, because those leather seats are not good. <laughs> Wipeable though, Wipeable, So which is always good.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I can't imagine me in a KA. Yeah, you're Jeez. a bit
0: tall, mate. I think it would be like Donkey Kong for you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I-, I need a booster seat still to see over the steering wheel. It's like a go kart. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah. What's your dream car? Are you into oh, cars?
1: Yeah, I am. I am big time. I love an Aston, a classic Do you? Aston. Yeah, nice British classic. Yeah. Um, I quite like the new 4x4 ones. I forgot what they're called now.
0: Have they brought uh, out a 4x4?
1: Yeah, it's quite sexy. It's really? quite sexy. I didn't think I'd like it. Uh, but I quite like that. But before that, and I was, I was a lot more of a chav, even more of a chav. Really?
0: You're a fucking chav now. So. Honestly, man, <laughs> you should have seen me. You should have seen me. G Star roaring the lot. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but back in the day, I always wanted a G-Wagon. and I've I love a G-Wagon. Yeah, they're so cool. I've got family out in Dubai, so I go out there a lot. And, like, from being really young, like, just out there, like, the G-Wagon there is, like, Mandeos used to be here they're bloody everywhere yeah <laughs> Um, and they I always thought they are sick but now I think it might be a little bit posery but I don't know what, what's yours?
0: ah Porsche Porsche 911 all day yeah like yeah they are yeah they're just like I just like a I would love a G-Wagon as well not gonna lie they're fucking yeah. cool
1: do they do steps that come out of them?
0: mate I need a I don't need a step I need a fucking ladder <laughs> So one of my mates, is that in, getting your love, yeah, is literally <laughs> one of the extendable ones. <laughs> in um, in Detroit, one of one of my mates came over for dinner last night, and he's like, everyone in America's got massive cars. Not everyone, but it's compared to the cars in Europe, like they're way Big bigger. Big one
1: fifties, and so that. he's
0: got this like obscene. It's it's like a Dodge Ram, but like. They're like, the biggest one you can get. I stand next to it and I l- literally come to like the top of the tire. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he can't, he can't even park it. He can't even park it in a parking, in a car park. It's too big. Like the the ceiling, the, the roof's too high. And you're like, mate, this is the most inconvenient convenient truck you've ever had in your life. <laughs>
1: Show there's no need I always look at that and I'm like There's just no need No like you're compensating I'm sorry but you're compensating Oh 100% <laughs> We say
0: that all the time <laughs> But it's also like Just what Like why <laughs> Like if you Like that would That would fill up Like the road and a half In England Like you wouldn't Actually be able to drive it On the roads Because they're just you, you Nobody could Drive past you <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just unnecessary Good (laughs) for you.
0: Have you have you been out to to the states touring yet?
1: No, no. It's uh, I'm I'm hoping hoping Mm. it'll be on the horizon, Uh, but not yet. Like I'm really really excited to to see more of the states. I've not done much of it really. Uh, Obviously, just holidays. Um, Done Boston, uh, New York, Florida about as much as i've done in america so yeah. there's a lot more for yeah, me yeah. to see that's cool man. Um, are you guys working
0: on your visa at the moment
1: not just yet but um soon yeah. Soon i think that that be coming kind of in the in the next uh couple of months start start working on it i've heard it's really good fun yeah man uh, <laughs> it's good fun out here.
0: it is good fun it has its pros and cons right just like everywhere yeah. um, exactly but it's exactly. like okay, right. it's definitely it's definitely different to england and europe like there's there's arguments to say which one's better but i just everyone always asks me and it's like you can't really compare it's literally like completely different like there's certain things in america that are better and there's a a lot of things in the uk and europe that are better Um, yeah
1: definitely and and obviously it's from the outset but but looking at the scene in america now i think particularly post-covid it seems to really be taking off in, in a lot of ways um, and also my kind of uh music, the more ravey energetic. Yeah, segment, yeah. I think it's coming on more than it has been previously.
0: I think like yeah. after COVID everything changed. The whole industry changed yeah. in like a strange way where like it America's scene's been pretty popping for a while, but it was just never looked at. It was like yeah, pe- yeah. people just People in Europe just thought America was like where you go making money. If you know what I mean, it yeah. was like it was like a cash grab. But like, there was always that. Like for the last like maybe five to eight years, there's been some sort of scene in every little city at some point. Don't get me wrong. Is it the same scene as like? It's completely different scene to what it is in the UK and what it is to in America to um in Europe. Like, you're not going to get every Friday, Saturday night slammed in every single club in the city because all listening to house music, because you're just not, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, Unless you're in New York, LA, like, unless you're in one of, like, Chicago, the major cities, but, like, even here in Detroit, like, you can't put headliners on every week because it's just, the population's just not, they just won't take it, if you know what I mean In, in those smaller yeah. markets um. But like eight, Like I played Granada Just before Christmas in Spain And you're like You're playing in front of like 2,500 people that didn't have a fucking clue who I was Like, yeah. but they go I think it was like 2,000 cap Actually, but like They go to this club every weekend and listen to House and Techno yeah. Like that's, yeah. that culture's not really here it's like no. more, of, more of like a headline culture.
1: Yeah, I'd say that it's not really the case in in the UK either. That really, I agree. I think it, yeah, very, very headline orientated. I think there are some parties where you will go for the party, but I think that's more what they put on. For for example, most people will buy tickets for like your railroads because. Yeah. Yes, you do know you're going to have your big headliners, but you, you, you're going for the party and what, what that gives you.
0: Yeah, I kind of uh, miss that. I kind of miss that to a certain extent. Yeah. I kind of miss the whole, like, um, going out to a party. Just not, I was never like a proper raver, but like I missed the, like, the, it's almost like the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the community around, like nights i remember like growing up in bristol and or growing up around bristol and like you would definitely go to like timbuktu on a saturday because you'd know that like it's gonna be a dope night and you know a bunch of people that's gonna go and everyone's gonna have fun and like no one cared about the dj i think it's just like dj culture just has become like more of like a rock star pop star kind of thing where people go and see people instead of instead of worrying about the music, like, I don't know, I don't know when you started raving, but like, I remember when there used to be like, it was house in house and techno in one room, or just techno in one room. One room, second room was like drum and bass. The third room was like hard style, and like yeah, it yeah. would it would just be like you would never get that now.
1: No, 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 no. It's it's so, but I think that there's, there's the odd kind of like towny vibe that you'll you'll get like
0: yeah. your, your small rooms
1: and a movement between them but yeah it just, just won't happen but I, th- I think there's also a lot of kind of music snobbery in a way as as mm. well that that people w- will look at other genres and be like oh, no like uh, i won't go to that i wouldn't be seen dead yeah. in there kind of thing yeah, yeah, yeah. which i don't think that i i, I mean i'm not i'm not conf- um not making out to to be uh, from the era from the era when uh, people were more open to it. However, um, I can't imagine that was the case back in the nineties or so that that just... people were were being snobbish about different genres.
0: Yeah, uh, I, d- I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? Because I, I I think like in America, if we talk about America, I don't actually think people are that snobby about genres. I think yeah. it's a UK thing.
1: I th- yeah, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I think it's like yeah. a UK, like UK scene's very clicky. Like it's, it's weird. It's strange because it's like, we have such a strong scene, but realistically, like you, if you're not in certain clicks, you're not part of it at all. Yeah. Like for me, it was like, I, I was never part of a click and I was never really part of the UK scene. And like, I'm fine with it. It's cool. But like took, it takes years to like work that out. But also I think, what were you? Were you ever in and in, in like a little clicker around the UK or anything like that?
1: No, not not in terms of uh, around the UK. I mean, what what helped me kind of um, more more gain the experience rather than become an actually established artist, which I'm not professed <laughs> to be now. But um, kind of what I first started out was was to throw my own parties yeah. um, in Nottingham, um, and did that for. About five years. Yeah. Um, yeah. so from like being the 80, 19, I was nineteen when I started it. Mm. Uh with one of my best mates. And then we that's were cool. we were throwing cool. bi monthly parties and then monthly parties yeah. and, and yeah. that's that was kind of our click in Nottingham. And then totally. from that we we played uh down at Egg a lot mm. and then um quite a lot of festivals in yeah. in and around. Were you uh, booking like, you
0: know, who were you booking headliners or were you just was it just a night?
1: Yeah, we, we booked headliners for every event apart from the odd kind of resident part.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just uh, kind of made everything a little bit
1: smaller. Save some, right? save some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. Save some money. Yeah. And uh, sometimes even try and claw a little bit back. Yeah, on the Yeah, exactly. Ones we lost. <laughs> but no, it was brilliant. I mean, yes, I've got all the kind of, well, some of my favorite like all posts the up there. So yeah, yeah we had like, um, what did we start off with? Like, Pock and Fitch was first one, yeah. uh, just after they had Sheeple, they were flying, a lot the guys. And then we had Jackie, Josh Butler, Mark Knight. Um, yeah, we, we really flew into it. And then kind of went on to Riverstar, Max Chapman. Uh, yeah, We've had, had some great, That's great awesome. people. And, yeah, and the experience and contacts yeah. and also playing at different times before and after these DJs just really helped me build yeah, as a yeah. DJ and also you'll know yourself there's no better inspiration for making music than playing yeah, the yeah. events and knowing how things go down knowing the route you want to go so yeah. that's kind of where where I kind of came through
0: yeah uh, is that way did you start writing music before that or after
1: no I started I started just DJing to, yeah. to start with I always knew I wanted to to, to write do it, music, yeah um, I was working full-time, mm. um doing a degree. What were you um, doing? I was doing quantity surveying.
0: Jesus, uh, so, my brother's there, yeah. quantity surveyor.
1: Oh, bless him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we spoke <laughs> about this. I remember you speaking about this. This is like, did you work with your missus, your missus dad's part? Yeah, yeah I remember.
1: Yeah yeah, 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 that, that room. Really, I mean... Uh no, it's it's a great career, so I don't mean it in a belittling way. It's a great career. And, and if he enjoys it, brilliant. Gotta love
0: an Excel spreadsheet.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gotta love some formulas on some auto, some
0: beautiful
1: I'm, conditional formatting.
0: Yeah. I'm so awful at Excel Spreadsheet. I literally just send it to him. I'm like, mate, I need need your help. <laughs>
1: yeah, don't, blame you. don't blame you. But in in a way, um it it kind of Inspired me more to put more time yeah. into my music because, uh, whilst it was a very good career, which then makes it almost difficult to leave because you, you're leaving a a, a good uh, a good career and and yeah. salary, in all honesty, and that security um, to going into music, but it, it gave me that extra bit of drive yeah. to to go and do. I did a production, unofficial, like production course a music theory course every week uh, um with a guy in chesterfield which was near the uni in sheffield yeah i was going to i uh, have two hours every week for two years that's awesome uh, two or three
0: years. yeah uh,
1: so that and then that that kind of yeah got, and then got here we are going. exactly
0: exactly so here we are your first release was in like 2020 right yeah
1: yeah exactly that, was with, that.
0: on charlie was that charlie t's label
1: no, the first one was a collab with Coz. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. yeah. It was, I'm yeah. Just, I just have it up here, actually. Yeah,
1: that, but we were really excited about that. And it's um, it was a real big club record. Oh, was uh, was that
0: with Coz or was that just with uh, My Techno Ways Ton? Oh, was that my
1: first release?
0: Yeah, that was your first oh, release. So, yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> So I'm just telling you your own okay. fucking history.
1: <laughs> it's bad part, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so you really so you,
0: you released twenty you released one in twenty twenty, two yeah. in twenty twenty-one, yeah. and three originals in twenty twenty two and one remix.
1: Yes, that's the ones. That's so you started
0: ones. on my techno weighs a ton, which is actually a really fucking cool record label.
1: Really cool. Yeah, they've they've got some great tracks on there uh really nice guys um so yeah i sent sent a load of records over to them and they, they signed four tracks off me really and um, yeah and, and at the time it's it, it did okay yeah um but then what later happened off the back of that was in summer of last year yeah, uh, yeah. maybe just before summer i'm going to say like maybe april or may i think it was just before summer um Solomon randomly picked up oh, really the, the B side of that EP, which is just what
0: the shroom trip? Uh Italo. Otalo, yeah.
1: Yeah. So he picked that up, started playing it everywhere. Pete Tong picked it up, started playing it on the radio.
0: Oh really? Like, what,
1: what's happening here? Like <laughs> that track never did anything. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and then it started going into the charts. Um and then Solomon um I, I shared a video of him onto uh, my story. Mm. And I was like, oh, thanks so much to Solomon for playing Italo. And he replied. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like, really on
0: me? your first Wait. release, I bet you were absolutely <laughs> shitting your pants. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Exactly. No,
1: exactly. But this, this story was two, two years later. This was in summer of 2022. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So this release had, had gone. I, so love I, know, I love that. Love that. Yeah, it's so good. Really, he's clearly like, dig in deep which mm. is amazing it's obviously one of the many reasons why he's at the top of the game well it's because
0: he plays for like 24 hours he's probably played every single house record out there good and bad
1: <laughs> yeah it's so true what are you trying to say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I'm saying is your first release is probably not going to be a masterpiece <laughs> no no I, I,
1: I'm, in all honesty I wasn't too keen on any of them but... <laughs> I shouldn't say that really, but looking back, I think most producers look back at tunes they do two years ago or three years ago and and think uh, think that. So, well, I think it's just
0: I think the thing, the crazy thing is, is when I was doing a bit of research this morning on on obviously I know you, but like I don't fully know your music. If you know what I mean, I don't know your your full music background. I just know what I've known from realistically from Krupa and Set My Mind Free. Yeah. Um. I that I first came in touch with you or Got to know who you were through Charlie T. Yes, because uh, Charlie yeah, T. is yeah. like one of my best mates, and she like was like, oh, "I've signed this guy called Matt Guy, and can you put this record on your play- on your Spotify playlist?" Sick, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." Um, and that's kind of when I first first heard from you, but I didn't really go like, "Oh, who is this dude?" If you know what I mean, and just and then, yeah, yeah. and then you had your so that that was my first that was in twenty twenty two, and then you did. Yep. Party start. Party starter was after set my mind free, right? No,
1: no. Party starter was uh, start of the year, so it was like March. Uh, then it was Cooper, and then set my mind free. Um, but party Starter So, I mean, in terms of my sound, um, it kind of really developed, kind of post COVID. Yeah, and over that time, where I built my own studio, I really yeah. knuckled down into the vibe that I wanted to go into. Yeah, um, and I kind of got bit more of an obsession around the nineties era and the vibe and energy and the old pianos and organ sounds and really dug into that yeah. and, and thought, well, I want to kind of really define my sound. Yeah. I love all these old records. Um well why can't I work on getting to a place where I can put a new fresh spin yeah. on on that sound and and energy and and knuckle into that and, and what I feel that that also gives me the freedom to do, which really excites me, is that I can create everything from house to techno. Yeah, yeah. And it still sound like me and still, I can still use them ravey elements yeah, yeah. and the 90s elements. Um, so that, that's kind of where all the rest of the records have come yeah. from, that, that kind of shaping the sound.
0: It's really interesting how, like, dance music always looks back in yeah. in, in most most things, is. I don't know. I could be wrong because I'm. I don't. I guess I'm not really in other genres of music, but like I follow other genres of music. Like, let's say for instance, like hip hop. Like a lot of the time, and hip hop artists don't really try and sound like the '90s. It's like, yeah. how do we move forward? Whereas, yeah. like in dance music, it's like so apparent that nostalgia is just like the thing and things go in and out of fashion so quickly like look at like I, I remember in like minimal house in 2000 like around 2008 was like huge and now minimal is like slowly coming back again because all the cool kids think it's cool and it's it's fucking amazing like look at techno techno was never fashionable and now everyone su- says they play techno It's it's just really okay. interesting but also like the nostalgic sounds which it was kind of confused me when it first came back in like twenty. I guess it was like twenty twenty one, just yeah. going out of the pandemic, and then you're just like, where? Why are people using these samples? And then I was like, I was like, I get it. Like none of the none of these kids that are hearing these records have actually ever heard the records from the nineties, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. their parents are actually old enough that they're bringing up their kids listening to that old. Rave music,
1: yeah, 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 exactly.
0: Which is mad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Makes
0: I'm not even old. Like I sound like I'm an old fuck, but I'm not that. I'm not old. (laughs) But it's like it's just amazing that like something can kind of turn around that quickly.
1: Yeah, definitely. I I forget where I've heard it before. I think someone said to me that is it every like twenty years that everything comes back every twenty years or, or so uh and i remember like being explained all these different things that have done that journey and it's it's mad to think it's kind of on like a, a, a cycle uh Mate, but yeah, flares it, are
0: coming back yeah. those big flary jeans that every girl wore and like you literally like when it rained in the uk it would just be like a mop just fucking walking around with a mop <laughs> on your fucking <laughs> like do not there's there's some there's some things i wish didn't come back let's be honest oh, <laughs> curtains curtain heads I said it on the podcast the other day curtains they're back in fashion
1: it, it, it's awful Jack Grealish pulls it off though and I know you love football yeah, wh- who's that? <laughs> oh no <laughs> who is you're it? you're watching him play <laughs> mate I give
0: zero fucks about football Who who is it? I know I, I knew it would get you up
1: <laughs> he's uh, the one of the players for for England. I think he came on as a sub that game. Well,
0: they didn't bring it home did they? So fuck them.
1: They definitely didn't mate. They definitely didn't. <sighs> the women did year, though.
0: Big ups to the women.
1: They got the women. Agreed. They're just better than us, aren't they?
0: <laughs> they are. I don't I don't know why England doesn't get behind their women foot the women football team as much.
1: You know what? They did this time. They did this eventually. It took to like the quarters or semis, but I I did feel there was Finally. Really? Yeah, they're a bit more. Behind it. But I think there's still a there's still a lot of people. Like you look on on socials around the time and stuff, and like people are like, oh I'm not watching this, not watching the women play. It's it's rubbish. It's that guarantee none of them have watched it.
0: No. It's and like, guarantee it's way it. more exciting than the men. Yeah, it definitely. And was. also there's some f- attractive women on there as well.
1: <laughs> it <laughs> certainly is.
0: <laughs> That's the most misogynistic thing to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, women. Dreadful, man cancelled will clark cancelled because he likes watching (laughs) football (laughs) the worst thing is american football the women's american football that is like that is literally from what i remember that is literally just like okay let's just go get a bunch of really hot women and put them in the least amount of clothing i was like you're just it feels wrong like there's some hotties there but like it's like feels a bit wrong. You're just like this yeah, this is general. this is just made to sell tickets to a bunch of perfs.
1: Yeah, that sounds really odd. Sounds really odd. I mean, I, I still can't understand American football. Fuck no. stuff, so I'm not even gonna try. Mate. It's like every two seconds like the stops clock. like, what's happening?
0: <laughs> yeah. I actually heard a really interesting theory the other day about um like health and fitness and like i've always said like american sports are made for ad- advertisers advertisements to, they're made to yeah, make yeah. money because you have like a break every quarter every 15 minutes yeah. or what, however long and football just keeps going for like 45 minutes straight rugby yeah. keeps going for 30, 30 Before, minutes 30, 35 minutes i oh, may i should know this
1: forty I've got in my head i I don't know much about rugby <laughs> yeah.
0: uh how long Jesus, this goes to show how long I haven't rugby game. <laughs> yeah, for forty minutes so 80 minutes, you're right um cool. and there's no breaks, and what they were saying is where there's like so many more deaths in football and uh, rugby because based on like heart attacks. Ah. And they were saying like the um, the American sports system doesn't have the like amount of deaths on pitch, like heart attacks, because oh, they like
1: ice hockey, baseball, everything. Nothing's is is as continuous or fast
0: paced because it? they're just not going for like forty minutes straight.
1: Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, i
0: no, I'd never I was like driving. I was like, wow, yeah, awesome. America's done something <laughs> like, good. <laughs> uh,
1: like, yeah. I'm not gonna lie I always thought the very cynical approach exactly what you thought in terms of the advertisement
0: Oh, it 100% I mean, is that was just like an offshoot
1: it <laughs> yeah it definitely is that's someone who's uh, behind advertisements going no actually it's for health
0: <laughs> 100% it's like the
1: top bucks of
0: that it's like <laughs> the scientists back in like the 50s of the sugar industry telling us or, or the cigarette industry saying that it was healthy for you
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Opens and up, up your lungs. six in the morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, have you? Yeah, I have you been to an American like, like sport sport game when you're out here?
1: Yeah, finally went to an ice hockey game. Oh, so did I, you? Did they fight? Yeah, uh, yeah. There was like three right in front of me because we, we got sick. some really. Yeah, it was really good. We got some uh, really good seats. Yeah, we like yeah. sat just around from David Harbour from um, Stranger Things.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah, I'm really bad at names. As Yeah, like... I'm pretty
1: awful. I, I only remember this one because my girlfriend get going on the wire. <laughs> so it's like in there now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that was odd. Were you that, getting no, jealous of him? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, stop talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, stop talking. I'm with you.
1: <laughs> but no, it was really good. Really good. I've always liked the ice hockey. Um, and I, I used to have a season ticket for the Nottingham Panthers.
0: Oh, really? Uh,
1: yeah, so I used to go to all the games in Nottingham, and like finally getting to watch an NHL game was really big yeah. for me. Hence yeah. why I spent far too much getting good tickets. Where did you I go? Owned. Was it in yeah. Brooklyn. Uh, it was at the uh, Madison Square.
0: Oh, sick! That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's such it a cool venue, that isn't it?
1: It's so cool! It's iconic as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Like, the amount of things I've seen there mainly fights, really. Yeah, yeah awesome fights. Uh, to actually be there was, was sick.
0: It's crazy, I mean, yeah. It's I The first crazy. time I went to MSG was... We, I saw the Knicks, New York Knicks, in basketball play. Like, I can't remember who they were even playing. Basketball's fun to watch for me, personally. Like yeah, I, I, I don't follow... I'm not really... A, I, like the pace. I only I only follow, like, um, rugby and MMA. But I, I don't really follow any other sports. But, yeah... The, as of American sports, I've not seen a, a f- American football game. I've actually never watched an f- American football game as well. Like I've watched like two minutes of it. and was like, "This is fucking bullshit." I
1: I went to watch it when it was at Wembley, and it was a few oh, yeah. years, ago. a few years ago. It was quite a few years ago now, and I never gave it a chance since. Yeah, and I managed to go to a game where it was the lowest scoring game <laughs> in like so many years. It was a draw. And then even after extra time, it was still a draw. And there was like no like sudden death or anything. It was like, if you're going to extra time and doing all this thing, like it can't still be a draw. Like surely. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that was a case.
1: Yeah, neither did I. Apparently it never happens. I was like, oh, what have I just watched? So I just ended up drinking more and more. Of course.
0: (laughs) I remember one of those games. It was like huge headlines because they fucked the pitch up so bad. That they like had to like replace the whole pitch in Wembley. <laughs> I remember that. You're just like, oh, this is awful. But it sells out really, I guess in the yeah. UK, I guess it's once a year. Like, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, like that. yeah I'm, exactly. um, I'm all down for rugby, much more of a rugby man.
1: Yeah, I don't mind it, but I'll, I'll stick with soccer.
0: With the fucking, <laughs> the, the pussies.
1: <laughs> and that's it, mate. I don't, I don't try and make out of anything else.
0: <laughs> I just don't understand why they roll around on the floor.
1: No, no, I, I do get that. That is a gripe. Because
0: at one. like grass level football, you don't do that.
1: No, no. <laughs> you normally get up and hit it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's the thing. It's like you're like, it's it's grass level football in the UK is very much like. It's sawdust, right? It's like pretty harsh.
1: Yeah, it really is. Tilly Sunday league. If yeah, you're, if you are sat, Saturday league, it's a little bit, more, little bit better normally. It's not quite as, quite as a, a, aggressive. Yeah. Uh, whereas Sundays, most people have got a stinking hangover. Yeah. Uh, if you snap them, they're they're either going to throw up or, or hit you, uh, <laughs> or both. <laughs>
0: oh, good oh, times! Good times. Yeah. Ha- ha- half time with a beer. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, that's the
0: one. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to watch my dad play rugby years ago when I was a kid and, like on many occasions at like halftime some of the some of the lads would be drinking like a pint of Guinness and you're like, "Wow, this is just elite athletics at its best." I love it. Athletes just bit. like having a cigarette at, at halftime and you're like, "Wow, guys." Like when yeah, you look back bad. when you look back on it you're like, "What the fuck were you doing?" <laughs>
1: Not quite a slice of orange, is
0: it? I <laughs> know oh, they had that for dessert as well.
1: <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice.
0: nice. What, is, what is that slice of orange about?
1: I don't know. I think it's just like a staple in grassroots football. Like, I've got a with this. To, you won't go to any, like, Sunday league team, and if there's, if there's no sliced orange, like...
0: Why do you have a uh, slice of orange?
1: I imagine it's a little vitamin boost.
0: During <laughs> sport. Jaffa Cakes
1: is another popular one. As Jaffa well. Cakes? Are you really? Yeah, yeah, before the game.
0: Retain fluid in electrolytes, that's why. Nice. Nice. I guess it makes sense, yeah. yeah. Vitamin C. Nice.
1: There's always one really keen mum that's cuts them off as well. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> love always a keen one. Mom. They're love the it. best.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, let's go back to music. <laughs> I don't know how we yes, got that's... we got cut off. <laughs> um, so party started was before, um, set my mind free, right? Yeah, and I was signed yeah, to Eli, Eli Brown's rac- label. That yeah, did really well.
1: Out. Yeah, it did really well, and it it got to um, similar to what happened with the Tallow, but not quite the same uh, distance in it. Is um, so it did well. Got a load of really good support. Um, Eli Brown was travelling all yeah. over playing it which obviously really helped um and it's a big club record that yeah. really goes well well in, in the clubs and yeah d- did really well he was really happy with it and then I like uh, tallow Solomon ended up picking it up
0: Did he really Yeah cuz uh, Eli Eli and Solomon are pretty tight I think as well yeah. yeah yeah for sure
1: um and then he picked it up and started playing it in just about every set <laughs> Um, and now it's gone back to a higher chart position than it was. Has it ever, really? ever got released? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. knocking around the the top 10 tech house, um, hype at the minute, it's yeah. back up there, and then like I don't know, back up to like 40 overall or something. Which, considering it was released like 10 months ago, yeah, that's mad. uh, it's just, yeah, it's just mad. And, and Solomon made it his like fourth um track on his. Best tracks of 2022. That's awesome. uh, People playlist. So, yeah, that was such a buzz and love that EP. Yeah. Uh, That kind of, I felt kind of gave a sign to where things were going. Yeah. Start this year and and kind of where
0: where I want to take things. Mm. And then Set My Mind Free came out. Did that come out on Armada?
1: Yeah, that came out on Armada on the
0: 9th of September. So, you signed Uh, a deal with Armada?
1: Yeah, yeah, so I've got five tracks with them Congrats, because uh, I,
0: yeah, we had Ben, ben Malone on um, Legend Like, it's just come out this week Well, not this week, but it's been out um, yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, and he was, we were talking about how they're like signing artists for like multiple singles How did yeah. that come about?
1: So, for me, it was a bit of a different route than, than a lot of people go really And I had set my mind free for ages, like absolutely ages. I was sat on it and I knew I wanted it to come out on a, on a big label. I'm not Mm. disrespecting smaller labels. There's a lot that that were pushing really well, but I I knew kind of where I wanted it to get. Yeah, I didn't know how big it could, could potentially get, but I I knew it had a bigger ceiling than a lot of my other records. So I sat on it quite a while, sent it to, a few different uh labels, some large independent ones, a couple of majors, um, and got no replies at all. Yeah. So what I ended up doing was um and to, to set the story a bit more, Sarah's story had been playing Crouper a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. because yeah. Charlie T played it, yeah, passed yeah. it to Sarah, and Sarah was supporting that. Uh so big up Charlie. Charlie T start. is the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Always big up Charlie. uh and then Sarah was playing Cooper, and um I just thought, I'm going to try something a bit different here. And I Mm. sent it to Sarah and said, what would be your thoughts on um, playing this as a a BBC Radio 1 exclusive?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Are are you into it? And I'm pretty sure she replied almost, might have been the same day or very soon after, like, me and my producer love it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We want to play it on uh, this week's show. Got played on that week's show. And then within a week, I had three yeah. offers from large independents and majors um so all of a sudden i was like whoa and yeah. then all of them wanted to hear additional records and offered for for Not catalogs cool. and all of a sudden i was like what what's happening <laughs> what is <laughs> happening here like uh so then negotiations went on for for quite a while with mm. the different labels um i just felt armada was the best fit for so many reasons like a lot of what I liked about it was the real passion and love I yeah. felt that Armada had for the label, and particularly uh, Phil, yeah. uh, one of yeah. the ANRs there, um, really knows that kind of the, the music and vibe mm. uh, from his history of like working at all around the world yeah. previously, and and we talked about it for for a lot of time, and we went for a meal, uh, really hit it off. Um and I said I remember saying at that, that meal and he was like what <laughs> I was like I've, I've made my mind up and I was like well, yeah, I mean we've only been sat here ten minutes <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's like, yeah I want to release it with you guys
0: and yeah
1: let's hopefully get it to a point like we we both kind of know where we want to be with it yeah, we've yeah. already had a bit of discussions and and yeah it it came out there and just so happy it 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 has I think it it's off, the yeah. at
0: home. I think it's that's the amazing thing I love that because it's so easy to just. It's so easy nowadays. Even I can do it myself. Is like to not think of like to, to go down the like the normal route of releasing records. Is you have to sign it before anyone hears it, and it's like yep. there was a a period where like if it gets played on radio first, Spotify aren't gonna support it, and yeah, yeah. and you get all of that, and it's like I had a really long conversation with like one of my best mates out here last last night. We we're talking about music and we we're talking about how um it's really interesting how much power we give the like gatekeepers of of this industry like the Spotify's the Apple Musics the radios and things like that. Realistically mm-hmm. we're the ones that hold the power because we're the ones giving them the music. And it's so difficult, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's really strange because we we need them. But also they need us. And it's like, yeah. it's amazing. With them
1: with the power for some reason, rather than it being a, a 50-50. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, but it's it's really interesting how like, you're like, fuck it, let's just send it to Sarah. Let's just see what she does. Yeah. um, And, and just take it from there. And how, what comes out of that? Oh, like it, what it comes out of one radio play with yeah, yeah. it is, on the beep? Honestly,
1: Absolutely incredible, mate. And and that was, uh sounds so cliche, but a life-changing career, yeah. a life-changing yeah. moment, and and one I'll look back at and always be so glad that I took that pun. And also, thanks to Sarah for, for backing Doing me. It. And yeah, and
0: incredible. I think well, that's well. the great thing about English culture in dance music is we have the BBC, which is just an amazing, like, platform to be heard on, right? Yeah.
1: Definitely. Do you, do you have anything similar out in the states? No. Diplo show or no?
0: No, no there's nothing. Taste, taste makers. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, but no, nothing culturally. Like, not anymore. You used to right. back in the day. Like in Detroit. Like, but it would be very regional because it's 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 so big here. So like you'd have like New York would have that this like radio that would play all like electronic music. Detroit would have its radio. Um, I'm sure Chicago had a radio station. Um, yeah. But like it wasn't all. It was yeah. It's not like the BBC. If you yeah, right, if you yeah. think like Amer- England's like sixty five million, sixty eight million. America's like three hundred and fifty four hundred million people. <laughs> yeah. Like I think you can fit seven UKs in Texas alone. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, no, it's fucking mental. Talking? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's <laughs> mental. So it's like crazy. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, so it's just I just don't think you'd get it. Uh, I think there's the only real. Yeah, I don't think there is. There, no, I know there isn't. I, but I think also the BBC has such a history in that is that like yeah. just like look at Pete, look how how long Pete Tong's been at Radio One, um, and kind of been the forefront of dance music for pff, my whole life.
1: Yeah, exactly that. And the the most iconic voice. Yeah, <laughs> <I can laughs> you believe just No,
0: just locked and loaded. Like when he comes on, you're like, fuck.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I, I remember meeting him for the first time at Creamfields, and like, I plucked up the courage to to go speak to him, and uh, chatting. And I'm like, and then I heard his voice. And I'm like, I don't know what it was, but like, obviously I've listened to that guy for so many years. Yeah, and yeah, we're yeah. just having a conversation. But I feel like I'm, I'm I'm listening to like the radio. I'm listening yeah. to pizza. So I'm, I'm expecting him to go as we continue. <laughs>
0: Well, what is happening? (laughs) Well, I think it's just an amazing thing, right? It's like it's the same with podcasts, and it's the same with like the the internet now. Is that we grow up listening to these people, and we almost feel like we know them because it's like they they've had such an impact on our lives, whether that's educationally, whether that's like our scene, whether that's what we like. We like I looked up to Pete forever, and still do. If you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, definitely
0: like he's he's done so much for this industry um and still does
1: yeah yeah completely. completely and and
0: i think a lot of it's like yes i i i think to a certain extent radio's changed to what it used to be like if you used to have like an essential new tune like that was gonna be the tune of the summer. That was going right. to be, like, the tune of the month. Like, everyone was going to, like... And I think the way listening music's changed, like, it's not that, but it's... have it As an artist, having the stamp of approval from Pete is, like, it, nothing else matters.
1: No, definitely. That that was definitely one of the biggest things for, for me, biggest moments, getting the central new tune. Like, for yeah. such, such a, a buzz. And that kind of... The, like you said, the, the, the recognition... Uh, for from Pete, it was just yeah, amazing um, and and such a buzz. I think it's so, like
0: you, as an artist, though, right? You because you grow up listening, and it's like, oh, I'd love my record to be played on Radio One.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I still get the same buzz like yeah. from the first every time, like um just a proper proper buzz when I've got it on. Because yeah, I'd always listened to Radio One as a kid. We always had it on. Yeah. And then you get to a point where it comes on and it's just a buzz. And I, I think the best ones have been when I've been like driving yeah. out and about randomly. I'd be like with my missus and like driving somewhere or like my family are, are having it yeah. where they're driving somewhere and they're like, ring me up and I'm like, just been in the car. and am <laughs> just, just driving through work. I've been driving to work. <laughs> and, I'm like, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's lovely because obviously, like like you say, it's such a big thing in the UK that, BBC particularly and not discounting other other stations because I've had such a, a buzz and a lot of support from Capital Dance and Kiss. And, yeah, and I'm getting people about them as well. But uh yeah, it's uh I, the I, radio. I'll be honest, people.
0: I think even if they turn around and were real to themselves on the other stations, they'd be like, no, Pete's the one. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like it's just it's just like yeah. Even like back in the days, like Judge Jewel's Dave, who did the classics? Oh, what's this, this is, I should know this. Oh, no, he was also there for years, wasn't he? Years. Dave, someone? He was,
1: he, isn't he one of the only ones that was there longer than Pete?
0: Yeah, he does um, I think of his name. dance classics on radio. Dude, this is awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. Oh my god. I can't work it out. Sorry whoever this is. But yeah, like Radio 1 has just created like Annie Nightingale. She's like Yes. Like how does she I think she's the longest broadcaster on BBC. The John Peel you are
1: trying to think of.
0: No, 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 it's not John Peel. <laughs> um is he played like hard dance and trance. Yeah. Like after Judge Jules. Um But Annie Nightingale Yeah she's, she's been there 51 years Sorry?
1: She's been there 51 years Yeah
0: she's 82 years old and still doing it <laughs> It's and absolutely she, crazy And she was the first female presenting On Radio 1 in 1970 Like absolutely. she's iconic Like there's fair, just fair. Like there just isn't that we there just isn't that culture on radio culture in in America for that it just just isn't and I think that's the amazing thing the the thing with the BBC is like if you think because it's not commercialised we it's licensed right so we don't yeah. have to like they don't have to pay for adverts they don't have to run it like a business although a lot of the com- country hate that like all these DJs get paid a boatload of money but they don't really in the grand scheme of what they're giving to the, to the, to the nation. It's like, it's so worth it. It's the best thing. Like that's why our music culture is so good because of radio one and radio two and the BBC.
1: Yeah. Without a doubt. doubt.
0: So you sign your record to Amada. Um, What's the like timeline? What happens like after you, it's signed and then it comes out, is it like an automatic banger or is it, does it take time to grow or like where, I where think does it with, go?
1: Yeah. We set my mind free as a little bit different because of the early radio support. And in all honesty, it, it did take quite a while to, to get the deal sorted because I did have multiple offers. Yeah. And, and then got to a point where I decided I want, definitely wanted to go through. Make that money, baby. I wasn't going to say, it. <laughs> but then there's all the contractual side of stuff, yeah. um, back and forth, and and then we get to a point where we we're kind of there signed and everything. I'm like, brilliant, yeah. Like, let's get a date in, and we're still trying to clear publishing. And I'm like, oh. Mm. Uh, so we what we had to do in the end is get it re-sung and yeah. then clear the publishing. Couldn't get the master rights. Uh, back and forth getting the it re sung. Who was who was the original? It was uh Tony Terry, Tony Terry, that's it, yeah, uh, yeah, for, from 1989, yeah, um, which was Forget the Girl, which yeah. then uh, Route 94 did yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, so we eventually got all that sorted, and it was a bit frustrating, really, because um. Semi 3 was popping off. Yeah. Solomon of was playing it absolutely everywhere. It was on Radio One every week, um, and and it was flying. And then there was just these kind of stumbling blocks, which which had to be sorted. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's no fault of anyone's no. uh,
0: apart from yours yeah. for sampling a record. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's very
1: true. Uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it got there in the end, and uh, went from there.
0: It's worth it's it, sorry, man. It,
1: I'm going to have to sit my laptop on charge. I'll have to edit this bit, sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm definitely not editing this out. I, I fucked up with my internet and you fucked up with your charger. <laughs>
1: Shocking, is <man. laughs> Shocking. <laughs> We're all allowed one, one slip of each. Absolute
0: pros out here. <laughs> Fucking winging it life.
1: That's it. We should stick to making music. <laughs>
0: I don't know about that, mate. Not for me anyway at the moment. <laughs> You in plugged in? Almost. How did the um? How did the touring start with you again? Did it? Has it like taken off? Because I know, like, when we first started hanging out, you were like, "It's like it's getting there, and it's like slowly growing." Did was it like an overnight thing for you? Because like, I like, I'll be honest, it's like your career has has. Gone very quickly in like Three years and this is what I'm seeing a lot Now and it's yeah. really interesting Like I've had a lot of people on the podcast Obviously talk to a lot of people And things like that generally and it's like Nowadays I'm seeing A lot of people's careers Like jump Very quickly like like I've I've Had sure. Shaq on the podcast if you know what I mean And yeah, like yeah. look where Shaq's at it For one record
1: Yeah um, completely
0: how, Like how have you found it
1: yeah i found it obviously amazing it's been yeah. a dream i'm now doing it full time yeah. uh, i've gone to places like i'm jumping back to like mexico yeah. and like that's two weeks before and like i had the freedom to be like yeah i can go I yeah, can do yeah it. yeah uh, and going places like that it just excites me so much and around then like everything from about october to december was, was pretty non-stop mm. uh And I found it amazing, absolutely incredible, Um, tiring at times, um, completely, Um, the the traveling and that, even just in, it it wasn't constant, but even like I did like Mexico, came back, had a day, then I had like Newcastle, then Glasgow, not complaining incredible but then like after that i'm like whoa like
0: (laughs) well it's the thing is is like it's easy to sound like you're complaining right and i think it is easy for like somebody that's just like listening to this is like oh fucking hell you got a hard life but it's like yeah (laughs) it's it's a job and it's it is hard work on your body and like yes i know you like a beer or two and when there's a beer or two on board as well it makes it even harder and definitely which is our choice right but yeah, yeah, we can still yeah, okay, we can yeah. still say that like it's hard work.
1: Yeah, definitely, and and I think on on the kind of beer or two side as, as well is like I I'll play my sets and I, I never never have more than a couple of beers on playing my set. I know I'm better when when I'm not drunk and I don't believe that, this. That's that's better. No, that's very true. This is very true. <laughs> Don't make me out to be unprofessional. <laughs> but then
0: I saw you then, in Mexico, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was after my set.
1: <laughs> I was showing yours, might have been drinking uh, your rider or all the people's riders. Um, but no, it's I think what what I found, particularly because I've gone from uh all of a sudden playing these amazing gigs, yeah, you're the buzz you get, yeah, from yeah. these gigs, and then. These drinks, there. I'm like, well, I've done my set. You've got this massive adrenaline. Yeah. And I'm like, right, I'm partying now. Mm. And then, but that isn't sustainable on a long tour, or certainly isn't for me on a a long touring schedule. And definitely something, not saying it's an issue, but something that when I'm getting busier and busier, I need to be a lot more mindful of Mm. uh, because I think it would catch up on me. And it did just in that week, (laughs) week and a half of Mexico, like after it the the traveling uh, lack of sleep yeah. but you, even if you get into bed if you've had a load of beers you don't sleep well
0: no you pass <laughs> out don't you and it's not <laughs> yeah it's not exactly good. that yeah yeah
1: yeah wake up early and it it's like uh, yeah it's definitely something I'd be mindful of when I get busier I think yeah the way I've seen these kind of gigs um in last year it's been so much excitement and yeah, enjoyment. And, and enjoyment it's incredible I think going into this year I need I need to remind myself that enjoy everything to the fullest but also at the same time this is my job yeah this is uh and and I need to make sure it's uh sustainable in terms of uh partying after my gigs (laughs) totally I,
0: I think it's really interesting though because it's like it's funny like you saying that but like now so early on in your career of touring and it's really nice to hear but it's like it's also like that didn't like back in not back in the day but like even like Five years ago, that wasn't a conversation that people were having. It was like you're just gonna get absolutely cunted every weekend yeah. and yeah, and party as hard as you can. But I think the whole health thing is just like people get it now, I think a little bit yeah. more and it's like turned a little bit more professional. Not a lot, it's no. but it's definitely turned a little bit more professional. And also it's like there's nothing wrong with it. But no, no,
1: def- definitely,
0: it, there's nothing wrong with a party and partying yourself. It's like everybody else is, so why can you not? It's like it is the job. I think, like I, I've I've never toured and drank because I have I don't haven't drank in years. But for me, it's just the thought of the travel hungover.
1: It's hey. <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> Yeah, the, the five and a half hour train back from Glasgow. Oh. Yeah, that was not nice. <laughs> not and, and just to make it worse, then when I got off the train and then had to drive. Yeah. So like, yeah, just just horrible. There's it's like that, but I I think also it's it's like how much it means to me. Yeah. And, I want to make sure that i'm in the best physical condition yeah. and also mentally i've, I've had struggles previously yeah. with anxiety and depression and i know that um drinking and lack of sleep yeah, just
0: yeah.
1: it can be a real trigger and I, I never want to kind of get back in in that place so it's, it's doing these doing things to make sure and putting things in place to in the long term to make sure that that doesn't happen really
0: it's the sustainability isn't it it's like okay i've got to where i've got to in my career now to start with i have to keep this going and like yes there's going to be peaks and troughs in your career like there is in everyone's careers there's going to be times when you're like what the fuck am i doing and there's going to be times going i cannot believe this is happening if you know what i mean um but it's like how can you make sure that you're in the right mindset that's for me it's like mindset it's like and it's taken me years to get there, but it's, and I'm still not there, but it's, like, how can I deal with every situation in the most, like, adult way?
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> R- yeah definitely. Rather definitely. than, like,
0: looking at it as, like, and I, and I know that when there's drink and drugs involved or, like, unhealthy living, like, unhealthy food, like, all of that, yeah, yeah. and you're, I'm not in my best health. It, everything else kind of snowballs The records Definitely. don't get written as well Like exactly. social exactly media that. Doesn't get done as well Like yeah. my relationship with my team Isn't as good because I'm My relationship outside of music Gets kind of Jaded if you know what I mean
1: Yeah, yeah. No I completely agree and, and also It was like New, Year, New Year's Eve I, I had a really steady one New Year's Eve Went up came back and then on the, I know if I'd gone and really partied after, there's no way I'd have been in the studio on the second, but there I was in the studio all day and creative on the best tracks I've created. Yeah. And it, it does make me think, well, if I'd have like gone out after, gone to the after parties, which I always struggle turning yeah. down, kept going, well, what's to say that that track would have even ever been written? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's, there's things like that and little pointers where I remind myself. Um, so And true. then I think, yeah, pick and choosing, and and uh, and knowing the the limits, and and picking when to to do it. Because yeah, I love them. I'll always love a party. I'm not gonna, not gonna make out. I'm, I'm this uh, sane. More <laughs> like so, me? Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, like you. I'm, uh, I'm nowhere near as nice or as holy as you. So. You definitely is nice. You
0: definitely is nice. <laughs> what you making me blush? I know, right? Literally, this is cute. Um, what was the? I wanted. I wanted to know about the process of. I know you've explained it to me, but like, I kind of want everybody else to hear. Like the process of going from being a quantity surveyor to like full-time in music like what's that decision because I, I know it's a big decision like when you're like shit i'm going full-time into something that's like you've always wanted to be full-time but you never really thought it could be um, yeah
1: ex- exactly that it, it was always like a pipe dream always yeah. um and whilst it always helped me get through difficult days at work. It always helped me get through difficult times with my health. And it was always like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to a point where I'm doing music full yeah. time. And then yeah. all of a sudden it, it, it got to, to a point where I was like, all these opportunities and uh, requirements for taking on mixes, yeah. interviews, release coming out back and forth to London. And it, it got to a point where I was like, I'm really struggling now mm. to put the full focus into work and music without getting to a point where I'm burnt out. Yeah. But it was really difficult because particularly for my age, I was being paid a hell of a lot, yeah. had a really yeah. secure job, but didn't like it. Yeah. And yeah. then on the other side, I've got music, which don't know how my career is going to go. very really in its infancy um having the odd sporadic gig for a few hundred pound at the time yeah yeah um and it's really difficult to 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 know when to make that that jump um and then i I got to a point where i thought right i'm gonna hand my notice in um and it'll give me until then the the end of jan um, which i thought january would be really quiet it's not so (laughs) absolute dream <laughs> That's great. Uh, i thought january i'd had, I'd have this is back then yeah, yeah. Took, so this is back in like august uh it'll give me time then to to kind of get put a bit of money aside yeah, and then yeah. do that and then literally the day before i was gonna have my notice in, the company went bust i was like what like at the time i was just shell-shocked i've yeah. always had a salary all my life uh music was always the the hobby i wanted to take off with but all of a sudden, I was like, whoa, what, what's happening here? Yeah. Um, and then, all of a sudden, at the same time, these offers kept coming in. So very grateful for the timing, actually. Mm. Um, because then, like Mexico, I wouldn't have been able to do Mexico yeah, yeah. if I was mm. in my full-time job, because it was a last-minute booking. And there was also multiple uh, midweek bookings, mm. which is, has been amazing. But the, the biggest shift, um i think from going from a full-time job to music has been that kind of unknown entities um, fluctuations in in cash flow in all honesty you have one month that that's really good and then i had the following which was like whoa like (laughs) a quarter of what the month before was and
0: i don't think think that ever ends no, unless no. you're like, unless you're like fish or something like that, where yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. or like the big, big guys where they've earned so much money that money doesn't really matter like this. Yeah, just, and
1: you, you've got fingers in so many pies. Exactly.
0: That's which is the goal, right? That's the whole goal. But especially like starting out, it's like, damn, I've earned this much and now I've this month, I've not earned much this month and I need to pay for flights for the next two months. Exactly, that. and you and, don't and that get anything thing. up front,
1: yeah. Yeah, then that, that, that always I was like waiting on like dream fields, yeah. Like, when, when can I put that? The flights are going up, yeah. I haven't quite got the cash at the minute, and mm. yeah, it was it was uh very odd to start with. Um, stressful, incredible.
0: it's really stressful as yeah, well because no. it's like finance for a lot of people, it's so easy to just like worry about money. I like, I, I do it massively, um. And I've gotten better over the years, but yeah, it's like I, I remember that at the, at the beginning of your career, and you're just like, I've always said, like to everybody, st- keep stay in your full time job as long as you possibly can, because <laughs> yeah, because it's just financially, it gives you a, a stability that you need as to to tour as an artist nowadays.
1: Yeah, defo and and also I, I think it's there's such a big importance, and I struggled with it at, at first mm-hmm. massively because I'd I'd made that jump. Well, the jump was made for me, but I was about to make the jump anyway, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, And uh, there were certain gigs coming in, and I'm like, yeah, 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 in my head. And management are going, whoa, no, this isn't quite right because of this, right, because of that. And part of me then, the money side comes out in your head because you're going, well, they're offering me double than than them, and I haven't got a job, and I do rely on that. And it took me a bit to kind of get that transition. That, yeah. And it's never been all about money. But all of a sudden, when you've got your rent bills and everything and your music, mm-hmm. you're relying on your music to fund that, then naturally the, the it changes position a little bit. Um and then holding off at the right gigs, yeah, yeah, turning yeah. down gigs in certain areas, I found really difficult. Yeah. Really difficult. Um, but they've all been right decisions yeah. in the long yeah. term. Uh, now and, and I've got other gigs which I wouldn't have got if I've taken certain gigs, Uh certain gigs wouldn't have been the right kind of position that, yeah. that I want to be and th- that was one of the hardest things I found actually with the transition as, as well as the kind of management of finances, it was also actually turning things down.
0: Saying uh, no is like the most powerful thing yeah. which sounds yeah. really weird to say but like being able to, the having the power to say no is... Yeah amazing
1: yeah definitely without doubt and i think that's that's where you, you need a good management team good team around you yeah see different areas of that and see the benefits uh because i had taken everything at that yeah. time i hold my hands up i'd have taken every gig that was thrown at me and yeah, yeah, now yeah. i'm a different mindset i've seen yeah. the benefits in terms of waiting taking the right opportunities yeah, yeah. And, and just kind of like calming down and moving <laughs> totally. with it and and playing the, the longer game and now everything into the, this year looks amazing and I've got three gigs in January I'm yeah, like whoa <laughs> yes yeah, so I'm absolutely buzzing
0: that's cool yeah. man so what's what's the plans for the for the rest of the year for you as in music wise obviously it's still early and so like gig wise you might not know everything but like what music wise what what have we got in the
1: yeah in the So so, so music wise um I've got uh, four more records coming on Armada. I've mm. uh, got the Devil, which uh, that first Friday
0: in Feb. Is that a remake uh, of the D E V I L, the Devil?
1: That's the fuck one. me. That's the one.
0: Yes, Can that's
1: you send taking it to you me back?
0: Yeah, mate. I used to listen to that record all the time. Oh me! I've still, oh, nice. still got it on CD. Oh
1: no! i still got on CD. What are they?
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll
1: send it to you straight after this.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah, that, um, got fully cleared. So it's, um, down as the devil, uh, featuring 666 Sick. Uh, So I'm absolutely buzzing for that to come out. Had some really good feedback and spot on it already. Yeah. Um, the camels played it at, um, cream nice. Absolutely off. Um, so yeah, buzzing with that. Uh, and then my next release, uh, in March is on solar, uh, two track EP on there. um, and another one on um, on Armada, and then I'm currently working on the the biggest EP I've ever worked really? on for, for the big man, uh, Armada or Solomon, yeah, Solomon. yeah. So um, I've just finished the third track of that.
0: Yeah, he because uh, he releases like big EPs. Yes. Yeah. yeah
1: so i i put three tracks together uh, yeah. and we what we, well, the, the third one i'm just finishing at the minute Sick, um, so yeah I'm, I'm excited as to where that could go uh, yeah. obviously been so grateful for all his support and also guidance his ears give me a lot of guidance to the direction of the music and back and forth with him which has just been incredible yeah. And just yeah amazing so we it, all need, we all need
0: that us. we all need that at some point in our career somebody Definitely. and i think that's the amazing thing nowadays of social media is that you can literally reach out to whoever yeah
1: it's it, it's amazing and yeah I've, I've had so much support from like uh, early early days it was yeah. Eli brown and then i've had like support from obviously so much support from sarah and yeah. pete and Camelfat salado and and solomon it's, it's great. yeah it's, it's been it's been incredible mate. it's an amazing yeah.
0: feeling isn't it as well it's like just a bit yeah
1: when you go and watch people and follow people yeah. for so many years, um, firstly them supporting your music, but then also giving you the, like the time of day and, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and supporting and guidance. Um, just anyone's time just yeah. means a lot.
0: Yeah. And it's also like, there's so like, for me, the way I look at it as well, it's so, there's so much luck involved and it's okay. like, you never know, like, if Sarah opened that email like on a day where she was just not feeling life, and she literally yeah. just flicked through and was like, "Nah, fuck it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. That happens without every day. That yeah, happens yeah. every With,
1: day. Without a doubt, there is a massive, massive portion of, life. and also. If Solomon had never picked up Italo, because Solomon's support yeah. of my music has helped elevate things at the same totally. time as the Radio One support, and rather than it just being radio yeah. based, he's helped bring the um, influences, bring the tastemakers support totally. as well. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. It, it's been it's it's been amazing. But I, I do think it's there's a massive part of luck. But then I'm also a strong believer that very often you make your own luck. One hundred percent. How I look at it.
0: Hard work pays off. Yeah, and definitely. like it's not just hard work, it's hard work in an intelligent way. Yeah. And yeah, like it goes to show like you don't like your career blew the fuck up, if you know what I mean, and it's still growing, yeah. which is amazing to see and I like, I love it. And yeah. it times have changed now. It's not about a long career to start with to then make to then make it big, like now you can do very well, very quickly with social media, with radio. Just the reach to reach people is so much easier nowadays. Yeah, and yeah, and it's a, it's an amazing thing. And if you're giving a good product, aka good records, to people, people want to hear it. It's just like yeah. people want shit. Is they don't want to wait for shit nowadays. No, so it's exactly. Like if they like it, it's fucking on.
1: It, exactly that, and also back it up. And I think the the more times you keep backing up. Yeah. A, a good record. You you get that more of a football, more established and and, and more followers that, that really think, well, he's not a one trick pony. And yeah. And that's something I I really want to show as well with the, the diversity of tracks that I can offer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is what what's gonna establish me more, I
0: think. Totally, totally. Mate, let's wrap this motherfucker up. It's been amazing. Um Thanks how, so much for having me, but thanks for coming on, man. How can people follow you? How can people check you out, etc et, cetera, et cetera?
1: Yeah, Instagram is is probably the main one I give most focus to. Uh, I'm what's, not as good on the other on the other platforms. What's your honest, handle? What your what's
0: your what's your username?
1: At Matt underscore Guy underscore.
0: What's your password?
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I trust you on that. There's not everyone. <laughs>
0: Mate, um, keep it up. Um, it's so nice to see and come back on again whenever you want. You're always welcome on here. So
1: love to, and hopefully see you at a rave soon.
0: Yes, mate. Big love. Keep safe. And see fun. you
1: soon. And you, see you soon, hey. buddy.
0: And that's a wrap. Big love to everybody for listening. Please hit subscribe. Please share the podcast. Keep safe, and I'll see you next time.